0: what it do what it do what it do it is your girl brie coming at you with another bts episode here today we are having a chit chat rather you say with my guy jody skywalker and today we're just going to be talking about what lies behind the smile so for the foremost i would like to give jody the mic and let him introduce himself and tell him about himself. And you know, you know what to do, boy. Go on, go on.
1: Oh, listen, it's your boy Joey Skywalker. I am part of my podcast group, Family Talk. Let's discuss it. First of all, I got I got first all, I gotta give a shout out to all my brothers that Family discussed. My boy B, Nate, Nick, uh, Jimmy. I have a shout out to my boy, Uncle Telly,
0: Uncle Uncle Pudge, can't leave out Uncle, Uncle Pudge. and,
1: and even Adrian? And, and, and my girl Cree yeah. and, and the, um oh and, our, and the best and the best uh, social media manager Samantha she's the best social media manager ever make sure I give everybody their shout out Most and you best. can you can catch me on Tuesdays at 8.30 on Real Talk where we cut up and you can catch me on Saturdays at 9 o'clock a.m. for your good Saturday morning family discussion and you can catch us on Sundays for real talk sports edition, where we talk everything sports, and you catch my boy Coach Eddie on Friday for your motivation. So you hit him up before you start wilding out on the weekend, so you can have a little salvation to make it to Sunday.
0: <laughs> <coughs> yes, because we all need it. I promise you, dude.
1: we do. Hey, we definitely do because we be wilding out around here. It's about to be summertime, so you know we outside right now.
0: Well, yeah, you already know our girl summer coming up, but not for me though. Not for me. No.
1: Um, let me call AT and T. Tell you
0: right, cut. Let me call T Mobile.
1: who, who, cause who, who brought at AT and T? Not me. I miss T cause she right cut. It up. give her an extra shifts you don't need to be outside.
0: Man, period. So Jody, what up, my guy? Like y'all? Man, man.
1: Just you know, I got the call today from you, and I was so excited to come on here. Man, I was like, oh shit, I'm finally, I'm finally get to make it to the now. Yeah, I'm like, bet, I'm ready. I mean, you see the picture I sent you, I was like, I'm sitting here waiting
0: patiently for you to go live. So, yeah, man, we're going to talk about what lies behind that smile, man. Right? So, it's kind of bland already, like, what lies behind your smile? Like, we're going to go back and forth because we're going to tell, you know, for both. So, I want to ask you first. What lies behind your smile?
1: What What lies behind my smile? It's a you know what? It's a lot of... Well, a lot of my smile is knowing that I'm very
0: prejudged. Like, knowing that a lot of people have a... Look at me a certain way. And
1: yet, you've probably never had a conversation more than 10 to 15 minutes with me. You know what I'm saying? look at me a certain way, yet, you know what I'm saying? You think you have me all figured out just because of, honestly, what I post on social media or what you might have heard. So even though I'm smiling, it... I can't say I'm hurt, but I am hella annoyed. You
0: know I, know feel what I feel it. I feel
1: it. i hella annoyed because, you know, if you're on social media and somebody will post something and you post something like total opposite of what they think about you mm-hmm. and they look like you, like, you lying. So I'm like, nigga, I'm lying about myself. I'm lying about who I am. So that, that shit really kind of gets under my skin and annoys me and I just want to, you know, I want to smack the shit out of somebody but my, th- my therapist is working very hard.
0: Okay. Right? You know. I'm doing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and you're doing that sort and um plus but for the most times man if you see me some...
0: I'm when I'm smile. Okay, it went out. What'd you say? Last part you said, last part you said. Oh, if you see me
1: smiling,
0: I'm genuinely happy. Yes, you I always see you smiling though. I always see you and,
1: smiling. Yes, yeah, so what
0: so what lies behind my smile i would say would be hmm y'all yeah, just gonna get real vulnerable in this bitch. uh <laughs> we here for it we here for it it's it's a lot of uh shyness a lot of um a lot of hurt moments that i try to you know outshine because, you know, I can be the hardest critic on myself. So I try to keep my smile up because, you know, I try to be goofy. I make light of the moment, all that good stuff. And just try to basically take for what it is and how it is and put that shit back and smile for y'all, you know? But I have learned that hiding down your feelings and doing all that stuff can really hinder you rather than better you. You know what I'm saying? So... It's like one of those things where I kind of con- contemplate about my real feelings and how I interpret them and what I'm willing to grow from them and understanding them as well. So, so, let's get into it. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie to you. This is, we just we just being real today and we just chatting this shit up. So, I do got a question, Jody. Uh, when you think about, like, mm, like Kevin Hart when he w- did the laugh at my pain, why do you think the best of the best comedians get the reaction for um, their pain? Make you laugh about it? Look, uh, it's an it's a echo. that my end or
1: your end?
0: I think it's on your end because I of- so what we're gonna do, it's gonna be called for I'ma X you out, add you back in. Okay. All right, X me out. All right, y'all, we're gonna add them back in, but this will be a perfect moment for uh I can't do it. Damn, never mind. <laughs> can't do it i was gonna do a sponsor but i already have one and it's already set on my name, so i'm not gonna even go there. <laughs> no, go there i can't get into no trouble <laughs> but yeah y'all what's in the chat what do y'all feel like um how's behind y'all smile like what lies behind there like any type of deep emotions any type of um unsettling thoughts that you might have that you Kinda like very deep and down to get that smile up. Like, what are you, what are y'all thoughts? I want I want to see some some comments and get them out, shout them out and stuff. Jody, Jody, where you go? Come on. I know all six of y'all are here, so come on. Type it up. Hey, Jody, if you watching, do the uh, Mike Hendricks one. Thank you. Here he goes. What I thought. Bet. All right, is that better? Yep.
1: Awesome. Awesome asked me about Kevin Hart and the Last in my mhm um I think with oh shit <laughs> not Jeopardy. come on Nick <laughs> I
0: had I had to plug this stupid phone in I was like I
1: ain't using my iPhone alright I think we're good I think we're good so you, you asked about Kevin Hart last in my pain I mm-hmm. think with Kevin Hart it's he's able to make us laugh because stuff he's talking about is real. He doesn't have to make shit up. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think like when you have when you have shit like that coming from coming from the heart it's easier to make it funny. You know what I'm saying? When you tell him the story and it's true you kind of add those shit to make it funny. And that's what he, so when he he's telling the stories from the heart. Right. But he's telling the story like like when he talked about how his dad was a crackhead and he showed up to a school thing and you know what I'm saying? It's probably true and that's what makes it funny. It's like you probably like thinking like damn, it's like the worst, craziest moment. But at the same time, it's like it's like, but it's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we could probably all tell a funny story too about a time that we were like, I don't know, like a time that we was like, like put through some shit. But we could probably tell a funny story from it too. And that's that's like one of those things like you just kind of laugh through your own pain because. If, if you
0: can't laugh at yourself, then you take a life way too seriously. Way too serious. Way too serious. I try to... I make it a... I make it a... A everyday thing to, like... I don't talk about myself, but... I know how to... I know how to... To crack on myself. Like, I'm a black girl. With Joe... I give myself the hand. You know? I give it to me. I look in the mirror and be like, with Joe... Big head-ass, little girl. But... <laughs> nah, but... Understanding that and taking your pain and your in your hurt and laughing about it is it's a it's basically like a healing process, if you really think about it.
1: It's for me, it's like it's like I look at I do the same thing. I look in the mirror and like, at little homeless looking ass, you need a haircut. Do better, son. Do better. Just do better. Like I just look at myself like man, you gotta do better, too This ain't this don't no damn sense. <laughs> Do better, for it. Do better. And, um, but it is, it is certain situations, like we talked about before, like, laughing through your own pain. Like, there's certain things in my life that, before, I didn't think it was funny. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I laugh at it because it's like, it's like, I can laugh at myself. So, before I wasn't funny, but now I'm laughing at it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, why is it not funny? I'm talking about old relationships, old jobs. Like I remember the time I got fired from my first job, and I I was so scared to go home to tell my parents I got fired. I was like, man, the world about the end, I'm about to be put out.
0: Wow, told, you must did something. You, know what? you must it you went. you you had to do oh, something.
1: Yeah. I was on my phone. I asked, what you got that first cell phone, and you know about text. I was texting all the honey's that were, you know, what I'm saying, fucking up orders and everything. So it was just like, nah. I got to do better. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, man, my parents really be like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's not know, man. You know, I, just growing up, man, my parents were so like, you need to keep this job because I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not working and i was messing around and got fired. And I'm sitting there like, okay, 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 I'm going to go back in and I'm going to talk to my boss. And he was like, nope, got to go, can't have you here, blah, blah, blah. blah. So I called my parents. So I was like, Abby, you come pick me up. And my mom was like, all right, I'll put your daddy on the phone. I'm like, <laughs> but alright we right, gonna pick you up I'm gonna pick you up and of course I got a whole lecture on the way home of course whole lecture that night and he wasn't he wasn't lying he said like I ain't buying you though so you gotta figure it out but at that moment I was so hurt and down and out but now as I look back at it I was like, for all you had to do was go fill out another job application. But you literally could have went to the McDonald's across the street and got a damn job. Like it's not that big of a deal. It wasn't.
0: Well, at the time, so, it probably was. It probably was a lot. Your, your world, your was, life was shattered.
1: Bruh. We all go through that, though. <laughs> that did. first, that first, that first hardcore breakup.
0: Oh my god, tell me about it. Bruh. Oh my thought
1: god. You, I do thought you would. God. Well, you know,
0: I ain't gonna even lie. Like, I have had, like, a, a heart. It wasn't my first one, but I feel like the first one was, I ain't gonna lie, it was all me. I ain't gonna even lie. I, I fucked that shit up. But I, I do recall, like, uh, a breakup that was harsh, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, jeez Louise. What,
1: what happened?
0: Well, I got a, um, uh, what did happen? Hmm. You gonna put me on the spot like that, for real? <laughs> I mean, since you, it's, it's your podcast,
1: you know what I'm talking about, it busts you up, like what? Out? I'm
0: intrigued, what happened? I just, just basically me fucking up. I just always end up the one fucking up. That, that's, that's really what it was. Just you fucking up? Me fucking up. That was it, was it what, what was Me, me being all hurt, people hurt people hurt people. Okay, first and foremost so because I was hurt and I was hurt with who I was at a, as a person during that time I really didn't care I cared about people like I really did like genuinely like I literally, like when I said "like I loved you like I loved you like I was either I don't give a fuck about you or I really freaking love you it wasn't in the middle so how I would do that is even the people that I really care about sometimes I did hurt them And it was just based off because I was so hurt with myself where I was in my life. Like, I felt like I wasn't and I felt like I was unstoppable. Like I had got got big headed and just that shit just what's the word for it? Like it it came back and bit me in my ass, you know, but it was just I did. I would I wasn't. Got me stuttering <laughs> i never really explained this to anybody before like for real but yeah i got big headed and i hurt people because i was hurt and but i used to like laugh that shit off that's how it's so easy to like you know become so likable because of the fact that like i would literally manipulate the situation to where hey so
1: so you was gaslight basically Basically. Huh? Way back, way acting act like me. Basically. Acting act like me. You know what? I can say this, right? I think we all, all fucked up in a relationship. Mm. Cause I, you right, because I since since you get deep, I I, I get I get over All right, so Baby? I fucked up a relationship. I had probably, to the probably at that moment in my life, I probably had the absolute best person for me but i was so stuck on superficial shit and stuck in the past mm-hmm. that i couldn't see past what like what was in front of me. i was looking at what i had in the past and ended up walking away from that relationship to kind of go back to some old shit and so at that point it was like I look back at what I had versus what I went back to. And it was like, like, like I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was you thinking? Just thinking like, nah, cause It's one of those things like this, right? And I see it happen all the time, especially, and I say this, not to target anybody, but especially women Mm. women will have a a, a, a dumb ass nigga, have a good ass dude, go fuck around with this good dude for about five or six months learn all these great qualities about a man and then take it back to that dumbass nigga thinking you gonna take all the qualities from this good dude and put it inside this dumbass nigga and then you realize you just wasted the opportunity with a great person because at the end of the day he ain't gonna want you because I've been I've been on that I've had that shoe on my foot like I invested so much time into this chick that you know what I'm saying she basically was like oh well I think I'm just gonna work things out with my ex and then when she came back, she was like, oh, well, things didn't work out. No, he was shit. Like, I told you, he was shit before he left. It. And now you coming to find out that he ain't never going to be shit. So now you're with your feelings. Now you you back here with me. And I'm like, nah, he ain't, I ain't going to be back up.
0: So did that like, hurt you in the process? Like, was you hurt during that process? Like, how did you
1: feel? Yeah, and it, it hurt to tell her no, but I knew, like, like you don't tell her no. you going to look at yourself in the mirror, like, you a dumbass. So you got to tell her no, even though it's going to hurt now, you're going to feel good about it. Later. Mm. And I tended to, I feel good. I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad I told her ass, but you want to admit you're number two. Do I look like Pleasure Pete? No, not going to be number two. I am not that dude. You know what I'm saying? This ain't a Tyler Perry movie. Shit ain't no fairy tale. Like, no.
0: Tyler Perry movies won't no fairy tale.
1: <laughs> Tyler Perry movies is fairy tales.
0: Well, not really. I don't see it as a fairy tale, but we're not gonna get to this.
1: <laughs> okay. So well, let's.
0: Well, you can't cause. Okay, okay, okay. Watch this. The pain that Tyler Perry put in his pain, uh, like put in his plays, the pains that the family experienced, but they laughed about it later. If you really think about oh. it, like, cause it always. Oh
1: some of
0: it. Some of it. When a dude found out the baby one of his and it was his best friends, it's like, you mad now? But I'm like, you
1: don't have to live like, damn, I'm not a
0: bully. I ain't got no child support or not. Okay, you done. Done. Jody, <laughs> Jody, we not for that. Okay. We can't talk to y'all. I'm, I'm just giving you an example. I'm giving you a small example. Y'all, this is what happened oh. when Jody
1: talks, y'all. This It's like the ADHD conversation going on, hang on. Okay, so no, no, we're going to stay on time. Stay on time, right? Oh. <laughs> Like the pain, so we talk okay. about like PTSD, right? Okay. People, so like growing up in a black household, is just certain mandatory rules, mm-hmm. right? So like that shit carries on when you get older, and so like when you get older, you you have this like thing in your head, right? Cause like imagine being twenty five, growing shit, and you own up another another box of cereal until you finish the first one. Mm. that's a little baby PTSD it's like damn I wanna open that box see it. but I'm like, Man, what's the
0: the fuck I'm, like I'm grown you know,
1: now all <laughs> all but um, like I said I think I think a lot of people like I talked to a lot of people about about being raised the way we was right and it, it sometimes as black parents right you, you kind of get stuck and when you were growing up right, right. so it's like you have to break you as us as a generation who. Has a lot more knowledge at our fingertips. We have to break habits and like the PTSD of like you have to you have to always work and you have to cherish these jobs. You know what I'm saying? It's like that was one of the things that I have always put myself second to my job, Mm. right? And it's like that's the way I was raised up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now, you know what I'm saying? When my dad be talking, and my dad. I'm real. Like I am my father's child if you talk to my dad for five minutes you'll see like yep that, that's how that's his I and my father's child and me and my dad have conversations from time to time and every once in a while I'll tell him like he'll be like oh what about your job and i would be the first like pops fuck that job He's like, that's not high it is. You need to respect these people on their job. I'm like, no, fuck that, Pops. Because that job, if I if I die today, they're going to be trying to replace me by next week. They ain't devastated about me. They don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, I, sure. I come here, I provide a service, they provide a paycheck, and I move on about my business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't cherish these jobs. And he was kind of upset a little bit, but it's like, it's a mental thing. You have to break certain cycles because... If you don't, you become a slave to that shit. And I'm not going to be a slave to my mom. I'm not going to be a slave to my job. I will, listen, I will, don't. I will slack off in a heartbeat. <laughs> you will not hand me enough not to slack off every once in a while. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking the last hour of this day. I've been through enough shit. It's hot. I'm stressed out. I'm going to give me an ice cream cone and part this bitch up under the tree eat my damn ice cream cone before I make this job home. Like, I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> It, it, it comes to
0: a point where you have to just... You know, be real
1: talk, man. You
0: guys have to fuck that job. I know. I already know. If you But I like
1: my job, so... <laughs> but you like your job. But you also have to make sure you take time off for yourself. I, I mean, I
0: do. That's why I have... That's why I have, like... It, can I... I just started... Like, I just started actually making my... Because I... I get so caught up in my job to where, like... I go there because they're like... They're, they're my... I, I come in my second family, okay? Because I'm always at T-Mobile. Like, I went up there today just because, just to go see my girl. Like, that's what I do. But at the same time, you know, I still have the other things that makes me happy on the side. You know, I got my podcast and my modeling and stuff. So, I try to balance all that out together to make sure, you know, I'm not becoming a slave to my job. But I do want to know that I, like what I do, it's not a career field, but... Is what I'm doing now. And that's why I am make the best of it. Regardless.
1: But you make money from it. So at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Like you make money from it. So at the end of the day. It's what your job is. And it's like. You're right, you don't have to love your job. But you respect it enough. To put. To, you respect it enough. To put the effort in. To earn your paycheck. But like. What people have to understand is. Don't put so much energy. Into your job. That you lose yourself in the process All right. and that's something that as our parents they teach us like your job is everything your job is everything and always put your job first and it's like that's like a PTSD cycle that I'm trying to break because at the end of the day as many motherfuckers hire I can find another job yeah, it's so true. fuck that job I tell the job quit boy look at it, fuck y'all <laughs> we ain't got nothing to talk about put yourself first you know what I'm saying like like or like fastness right mm-hmm. it's like I know As a black stereotype, especially as not even black. I will say, as far as like stereotypes, as far as like black and brown people. Mm -hmm. It's like I tell people all the time. Now, me and you, we don't have any kids, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people try to tell me that I'm crazy. But here's the stereotype that I'm trying to tell you. Dear parents, do not put your kids first. Put yourself first. Because when you are the best version of yourself, that means your kids are getting the best version of you as a parent.
0: And if you mm-hmm. live
1: in, in your kids, you will lose your own purpose in life. And then you be sitting around here, you know what I'm saying, resenting the fuck out of your kids, and they ain't a shit too. They ain't actually be born. So like that putting your kids first, you have to put yourself first because a wise, a wise OG once told me, he's like, I spent so many years trying to be the perfect parent. But all my kids ever wanted it was a happy
0: one. Mm.
1: And I was like, damn. So I take that shit to the heart. And I tell people all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I do it with my nieces and nephews. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little experiment. Like, have you ever seen a kid cranky? All you really have to do is put a smile on in front of them, bro. And they just start, they just start smiling. Like, my little niece, she's poor. All you got to do is look at her and smile, bruh. She just starts grinning her ass off. And it's like, so, realize, oh. like, These these kids don't need a fucking five-bedroom house. They don't need $10,000 toys. They don't need you to have 18 degrees. No, they just need you to be fucking happy
0: and smile. Do you remember? Do you remember growing up just before the world was so based on electronics that all made us happy was just going to the playground, planting mud, making mud pies with actual mud? Like... Rolling around in grass, just doing some of everything as a young person, and just enjoying life without all the extra to make that happy. Like, think about that though. Yeah,
1: It's is is like kid. You, you got if you can get kids back to the basics, right? You can you can have a better life. Like people, literally. Like I've I've had I had people at work. This lady, she's working shift. She's working two jobs. She's trying to do this, trying to do that. I want to give my kids the best, and my son deserves a house in a yard. And I'm like, does your, did, did your son go outside and play? No. All right, then, like.
0: Why he need a yard?
1: Why you need a yard? <laughs> well, I want my son to have this, that, and a third. And I'm just like, oh, your son don't want this, that, and the third. Like, you know what your son wants? Your son wants you to go to the movies with him and watch those stupid-ass anime movies. Your son wants you to take an interest in his life. Your son wants you to fucking just be around. You know what I'm saying? Like, your son don't need you to have a a, a $1,600 mortgage. No, what your son wants is for you to go to fucking Legoland and get some stupid-ass Star Wars Legos. You know what I'm saying? But you tricked yourself thinking that, oh, we have to be these perfect, well-put-together creatures that you lose sight of what it is that your kids are actually looking for. You know what oh. I'm saying? So it's just one of the things where it's like, bro, you have to, have to, have to, like, get yourself out of the mindset of what our parents taught us. Now, let's get me wrong. Our parents taught us great lessons, but times change, and those lessons need to be developed. And we, it's something that we need to understand. You know what I'm saying? We got to break that cycle of, like, which is what our parents taught us, you know what I'm saying? Some lessons, what we taught are great, and some lessons are timeless. But also, there's some lessons where you kind of like look at it now and be like, oh, let's kind of dissect that up a little bit. Let's try exactly. to change it up because if we don't, we'll be stuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll be stuck.
0: I just got a great comment. Um, she said... How do you suggest that people start a business without a job? You need income from a job to start a business, girl. Inbox me because that's exactly what my husband does, and he can answer that question because that's what that's what he did. He um basically stopped working and we building our business from scratch, and we're still doing it big, doing big things. But he works from home, so but uh. All right, let's get uh, back on what's her name. Uh, you got any questions for me, Jody?
1: Nope. I got a, got a phone
0: call right quick. Jodi has a phone call, y'all. So Jody, where was a time where you had to take the pain that you was feeling and make it a happy experience or a joyous experience? Oh,
1: God, I had to make it a happy experience Okay. When I was like 19, 19, I was 19 and my grandpa passed away, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, I've always been like a, I've been, I've been like a boy boy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've always gravitated towards my dad and my grandpa and my uncles. Like I've been a boy boy. Like I was a young kid hanging out with all the old heads and every time he did something. So when it came time to like doing stuff, like I was always with my grandpa. You know what I'm saying? Every time we went up. I was with my grandpa, so being 19, not very much in control of my emotions, I guess, because it's like, I was very angry, I blamed the world, you know what I'm saying, but like, I was very down, but I had to turn it into a moment where I can kind of laugh at the times that we had, because it's like, I realized like if I can think about the good times, and I think about the fact that he's gone, it seems to not necessarily heal the pain, but it helped me with the coping, per se. So right. it was like every time I got sad, I just thought about a good time, right? And sometimes I would even crack a smile, even at the funeral they whatever, doing like the eulogies and speaking and stuff. There was a couple times where like I got caught myself smiling because I'm thinking about like, I'm thinking about some shit he would say. you know what I'm saying? right. Yeah. He would, and, and one thing he always told me when I was a kid, I ain't gonna lie, I was bad. I used, to, I used to do shit all the time. just bad for no reason. He's like, look, he was like, grandson, trouble don't start itself. <laughs> Remember that? And I used to just hold that to my heart. I'd be like, all right, trouble don't start itself, trouble don't start itself. And so, um, it was just like, man, so I had to, I had to take that and turn it into a smile. So every time something happened or I did something, I had to, I had to hold it down for, like, I had to, I had to hold it, hold him in to not cry, but to just, like, smile. Every time I wanted to get sad, I would, I would try to think of something, a piece of advice or something funny he told me, because, like, if I don't, I'm going to be sad, and I'm going to be all bummed out, and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, I think that's where my mind was at, so that's some a point where I had to turn something sad into something kind of happy. always thinking about a good time.
0: Cause if I didn't, it was like
1: I would be really, really
0: sad. No, I get it. Shout, shout out to my family,
1: talk people. They all in the
0: comments, yeah, I right? see. So, I, love, love, love. I love it. I love it. Shout out, shout out to my, shout out to my people, man. Yeah, y'all showing love, appreciate y'all. Yo, welcome, yeah, welcome to the BTS round, y'all. Hey, it's your girl. <laughs> so I have a similar, uh, similar, like with yours. So it was like when I was around 19 as well. My granddaddy passed away actually, that's crazy um, and it's the story of, the story of the story of my first strip club experience
1: (laughs) wait, wait a minute um, what?
0: (laughs) the first time I went to a strip club, okay so, it was the day of my my granddad's funeral (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> the funeral, you know, it you know, we, you know, it was it was very sad and whatever, right? So we went to the funeral and stuff, you know, did my crying, said my goodbyes. It was in California, by the way. We was in California when this happened. And basically, uh, I was just chatting up with my grandma and like my granddad was he was the type of person like just he lived his life life and he was the most coolest like he remind you of like a Uncle Snoop dog but it was like my granddad he was just that chill. My granddad was extremely chill, right? And he's calling me his California baby and I was just like, you know I'd be like joking, you know, like granddad, you know we should go somewhere together, you know. And we just sat down with my grandma and I was like, What would you think would be a good place to go tonight? You know, to just chill out and celebrate. And me and my brothers and we all sit down, we decide on the strip club. And See, my y'all, gra-
1: was, I was, so y'all throwing ones on asses for grandpa. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I ain't mad at that. I ain't so, mad yeah. at that. You know, no. you got, I got a
0: so that's like y'all it is oh my god it's storm to rain outside but uh but yeah it was that was like where I turned my pain because I was like that day was very hard on me very hard on me and we got approval from my uh, grandma that it was good to go and she didn't mind you know us going and you know of course my mom was like being hysterical and she's like are you freaking kidding me you guys are going to a strip club <laughs> <laughs> <To remember you. laughs> and that was the first time i went to a strip club y'all it was um in california it was nice i met some really nice young ladies y'all we sat down we talked um when was in school like you know they were just doing they living their life that's why I, like i love strippers like live your best life but like
1: What
0: a question that's I (laughs) do too. Yeah, that's why I would consider like turning like that pain into into laughter, and then just because it was so funny. Because they was like, "What y'all doing out here?" And I was like, "Yeah, we're here for my granddad's funeral." Oh Jesus! So yeah, that's a little fun fact about you, girl. I bet y'all didn't hey, know
1: you that know one. You know what? I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Grandpa appreciated that.
0: Oh yeah, I know he did. I know like, he, I'm he did.
1: Sure, I'm pretty sure Grandpa appreciated that.
0: I know um, he did.
1: I know another thing that people probably like are hurt is like, um, like, like having your kids fuck up, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you have older people and they have to talk about their kids fucking up, it probably hurts them to the core. But you do later laugh at that it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like imagine being a parent and you are like, oh my god, my kid's going to jail, blah blah blah, you are hurt, and then like a couple years later your kid gets out of jail and be like, let me tell you how this stupid motherfucker spent three years upstairs <laughs> <I'm saying laughs> trying to stay hey, <laughs> And he's Like, what the hell was wrong with you when you did that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like I bet parents, older parents, get the get the, get the the, the laughter of laughing at their own kids, even though it probably hurt them to the heart now. Mm-hmm. And like, let me tell you about my dumb ass kid dropping out of college. <laughs> like, y'all you know I'm saying I'm getting kicked out of college for cheating on an exam because I ain't gonna okay. lie, to have to one of my cousins. <laughs> like, my auntie and uncle were so mad at this fool. It's like, nigga, you got caught, and he got caught cheating in the most worst way, bro. How you got caught just looking at somebody else's paper, bro, right, during an exam? And it's like, bro,
0: that's crazy. Bro. That's crazy. Bro. What about? Bro. What about when we was uh, discussing earlier? Like, when we was on the phone? Um, Taken from, like... I'm trying to think of another story. Like, what... So, as many of y'all know, I'm really goofy. Okay? And if y'all... And I I consider myself a comedian. A A class comedian, okay? Because I can tell a joke. Not one of those jokes, but I can tell a joke and make you laugh. But... Don't you... Don't you feel like when you can tell when somebody's hurt? When the process of trying to make your, make somebody else laugh? Or do you think some people gotten so good to the point where... The cover-up. Let's talk like, about you that. People,
1: you got people that cover up their pain very well. Mm-hmm. And that's me. I'm, my comfort... I, you know, I feel like love languages... I like a comfort language. My comfort language is like, no matter how bad it is, I'm gonna try to make you laugh. Yeah. You know, the bring that smile to your face because, like, it's, I think a lot of people underestimate the power of a good smile and a good laugh. Like, mm-hmm. when you are so deep in pain, I, it's like that good laugh might get you through not just that time, but it might just get you through a bad moment. You know what I'm saying? So when you dealing with, especially like the big thing is like death. It's like when you're dealing with like a loss to somebody, just that laugh will get you through that that moment. You you'll be okay for a little bit. So, but yeah, you can tell some people cover it up very well, and I think that comes from a lack of feeling like they are having people to trust to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, like I said, I don't to get off subject, but people don't under people don't ever underestimate the power of having a good listener. Mm-hmm. Having somebody to trust to talk to means that absolute world. I mean that absolute. It could mean the absolute most. And I can say for me myself, I'm fortunate and blessed with certain family members that are very understanding. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm blessed to have a brother a brother. that I talk to our brother about everything. Like like I think like maybe there's about 10 percent of my life that I don't talk to him about, but the other 90 percent I talk to this thing about this thing though. Know? everything probably too much but he you knows everything you know what i'm saying i remember I one know. time i was like bro i was wilding out here in miami in spring break and i got back to the hotel They got thought i was about to die because i was i was like nigga i was like i thought i was gonna die because I, I was pissing in the shower and it burned and i thought i, I thought i had AIDS, nigga i thought i was gonna die but then i realized it was just so so good you know what i'm saying because like bruh I was so paranoid. I'm in a free clinic in Miami on spring break trying to get a check because I
0: thought I was gonna fucking die. Oh my gosh. Oh like, my gosh, y'all. Okay, I have no comment to that. To my I, listeners, I thought, y'all. Exactly,
1: it's exactly. <laughs> I gotta hold myself. Listen, that's one time I thought I was gonna scared, I laugh, not, but I not. But I did better. You know, I was I was in my early twenties, so I'm doing better now. I swear to God, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I heard it here first. He's doing better.
1: <laughs> I'm doing better. I swear I'm doing better. But uh, just, I talk to my brother about everything. And I think that's um, It's just having that person to talk to, it means a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to hide that pain. You don't always have to be strong by yourself. Because those are the people who really master masking that hurt. And people who feel like they can't talk to anybody. And they got to be strong by themselves. So exactly. like the moment you tell somebody you're being vulnerable with somebody, they, they weaponize that vulnerability against you. So you have to you have to you know what I'm saying it's always be careful when you talk to like having somebody you can trust is corner
0: pizza about. It is. It is. I'm working on being a I mean, a listener ear. Um like I I'm good at it, but you know, I feel like I could be better because I get I get kind of like you know. Well, you know I'm going through this, but I have to catch myself. like Brie, It's not about you. It's not about you. Let's be real. Let's be so real. Listen, I'm gonna be one hundred percent
1: real with you. One of my biggest issues with listening is like sometimes people want you to listen and listen, not listen to fix it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm kind of be like. Uh going through money troubles. You try to find an exact job. How much credit card debt you have? How much money you make? Of course, how much money you spend it? My brain goes in the immediate solve it mode. When first of all, they just really wanted you to listen. You know what I'm saying? I should have been talking about it. So listening is an acquired skill. It is. It it is an acquired skill. But you should be good at it because you work for T-Mobile and 90% of the people (laughs) who get their phone cut off, is your fault because you're an asshole and you cut their phone off. I don't...
0: I don't cut right? people phones off because first of all, you,
1: you do. That's not the story. They feel like when they walk in there, it is you.
0: No, oh, yeah, you're you right. Free, that they cut, cut their, their phone, phone off. off, and I'm like, but did you pay your bill? <laughs>
1: and it's not about them not paying bill, okay? It's you personally, like you got on the computer and was like, Jaquita Johnson, cut your shit off today because you three Work. minutes later, on your bill, like that's what
0: that's what they, you they do. really do you personally
1: cut they ball
0: up, bro. I do. That's why I say I got better at it because being in customer service for a very long time, or being in retail, what I say, for a very long time, I have learned how to adapt to have like a, a listening ear because I have to hear if I want to help with the situation. But sometimes I promise you, they be coming in y'all, they just be talking. I be like, can I help you? <laughs>
1: Basically, um, it's, it's, I don't want to butcher her young lady named Angelica White. Angelica. Okay, she said, masking doesn't help if you're really going through something that you feel that you can't cope with on your own, and you should get therapy. Masking makes you more depressed, laughing and smiling when you're in pain can temporarily help, but needs, to want to expand it, needs to take their feelings and emotions seriously.
0: Yeah most definitely yeah. I love
1: I 100%. it 100% I, I think that I think that a lot of people like I said like it goes back to what we were just saying it's like you have to have somebody that, that person that you can talk to because when you're going through that type of pain it's like you gotta get that shit off your chest something or another mm-hmm. or, or what happens is it gets misplaced misguided now you got a lot of misguided anger and so you yeah. gotta get that off your chest I 100% agree with her and, and it's like but you also do have to find a place where you can kind of smile at it, yep. you know what I'm saying you just kind of, not say following yourself, but if you just kind of sit in that that negative place for so long, you know what I'm saying, it starts to take over, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and then all of a sudden, you got one negative space, now your job sucks, now your car sucks, now your your spouse sucks, now your kids suck.
0: Yeah, everything around you every, sucks.
1: <laughs> not everything sucks, and it's just like, you can't, you can't think of that, because if you do, then it's just like, you, you, you putting yourself down. Rabbit hole where it's like you can't get out of. it mm-hmm. It's
0: like you I know it so when much up,
1: when you up one o'clock in the morning on YouTube, right? How you know? Because what happened was you started at eleven. I'm just gonna watch a couple YouTube videos. The next know. thing you know, it's one forty-five in the morning, and you watching that little Indian dude build a fucking gazebo out of button. You know no, starting down the rabbit hole. Look,
0: yeah. To make it personal, I'll be watching "Say Yes to the Dress."
1: <laughs> okay. alright we're gonna get personal we personal I watch videos on how to fly fucking helicopter. don't ask me why but I watch YouTube I was like you know I was like I know more about it than I probably should but yeah I watch those videos I can't, I can't tell you why I'll be on Amazon looking at dumb shit Just dumb shit
0: Yes, Angelica.
1: Delica from
0: the right, stop it. Yes, we girl. Yes, I was thinking about watching it today. Actually, I got a pair of my plus y'all. Those reboot. Those reboot. Not, not the reboot. Not the reboot. Not the reboot. The original and all grown up. That's that's the only two I watch. But um. All right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you a
1: question. I know it's your podcast, but I'm gonna
0: ask you a question, right? Most deaf. Most deaf. Have
1: you ever born losing a friendship? but later realized, like, I'm glad I got rid of that motherfucker and laughed about it.
0: Mm-mm, I'll put somebody on Front Street. Okay. Talk to me. Okay. Okay. So, yes, um, I have. I have. Um, and it's, it's, it's not that I'm laughing at the situation it's just the more fact that matters that i'm just like look we wasn't good. we wasn't compatible as friends and what you got going on is what you got going on what i got going on is what i got going on and just move forward cuz i'm not the type of person like i don't like to leave any type of relationship where there is a friendship uh relationship any type of friendship with Ill-minded thoughts about me. So I have to I do what I have to do in order to apologize, do what I need to do, save my saving grace, wipe my hands clean where I know deep down that there's nothing else I can do, and I'm out. I laugh about it because I'm just like, damn, I grew up. I grew up and we're not in that same space no more. And Trust me, I have, I have. It was like I don't know if she watched my stuff or not, but I mean, you know, the love is still there, but it's just like it is what it is. The love is always be there. That was my bitch, you know. That was a my. It was a really close friend, and it
1: happened. Now, did you feel like you two were moving into two separate directions that were causing y'all to butt heads a
0: lot? Yeah, most definitely. We were so much alike to the point where it was like a problem. Yeah, we was She says, Oh, I can't say that because then she know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what
1: you about to say, somebody about
0: who? No, I'm about to say our signs a Sagittarius and a Capricorn.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Sagittarius
0: land. We tolerated over here. No, I'm just saying. Sagittarius <laughs> women you. and Capricorn women often butt heads a lot
1: a lot say we're, we're perfect yeah everybody I love the signs no. so we're perfect no. don't, do don't, do no. don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do not do us like that okay we're trying to help not, the rest of y'all not not no,
0: that us Capricorns will build it and make the structure like come on i will going podcast so
1: alright we appreciate all right. you coming
0: thank, oh, thank you for coming in but yeah thank it's you, almost
1: Angelica say shit He'll Virgo um,
0: okay Virgo yeah, y'all sweet. I never met a, a mean Virgo before in my life. That's So the day I die, that was another cancer. That was another
1: tourist. To the day I die. Never, never cancer, <laughs> the day I die.
0: Cool, them courses, don't get me started. But, uh, yeah, back to the question. But, yeah, it, I, you know, it's fun that you brought that up, because I was just thinking about that today, like, in the midst of, like, that whole conversation. Well, not that conversation, that question. It was... Me thinking about, like, damn, like, how things would have been, you know.
1: You know what? OG once told me that at a certain point, like, you never lose real friends, just outgrow people you thought were your friends. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. That is deep, you know what I'm saying? It was one of the phrases. It's just kind of raining kind of right my head, you know what I'm saying? So I had a situation too where I stopped being friends with, you know what I'm saying? Um, I stopped being friends with somebody that I grew up with. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, literally, live right across the street from me, right? But, like, I kind of found out some things that he said about me, and they're just like, bro, that's not really friendship, you know what I'm saying? Like, you do know, throw me under the bus to impress the bitch. Like that's that's fuck nigga shit. Like what's what's up with that? And so we I finally just like like bruh get that shit out. Like how you feel about me? And he got all in his feelings mad and bad and that turned into an argument. Then so we kinda of smoothed over that shit. But then like he came to the house. He came to the house and he was gonna stay for the weekend. It was gonna stay like a three day weekend. And I was cool because you know I got I was, it was me and my roommate and it was him and his daughter. And you know, we got a big ass two two apartment and you know, I had a big ass couch. You know what I'm saying? His daughter was small enough to lay on a damn love seat. You know what I'm saying? She was mm-hmm. shit. She that bitch comfy. He was on a big ass couch. Everything was coed But like, I started noticing like, his daughter would walk in the house and she would just look at you and he just pimp the fuck mind. Won't even say shit. Even I was picked up. I'd be like, hey, mom, and she'd just look at me and pimp the fuck by. And I'm like, what's up with that? Like, why she don't speak to people? That's rude as shit. Oh, she's just like that. And I'm like, I kind of got mad. I'm like, okay, but she like that. Like, nigga, correct that shit. Correct. Like, that's groovy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, it ain't on her, my nigga. It's on you. You and your baby mama night, Like, bro, I, I would never. Like, like I asked that nigga, like, ooh, Jits, could I ever walk in your house and not speak? Like, first of all, if I walked in your house and didn't speak, your daddy would've smacked the shit out the back of my head, dragged my black ass across the street, and told my daddy that, that I didn't speak. And that nigga would've knocked my shit off the swoop. So yeah. it's like, I don't understand growing up like that, how you just let her get away with it. And the nigga really got in his feelings and left. And so like a couple days later, you know what I'm saying? I hit the nigga up. I'm like, what's good? Like, you straight. And he was like, keep my motherfucking daughter's name out your mouth. And I'm like, you know what? Cool bet. Done with it. Deleted the text message. Deleted the nigga number. And was like. Base.
0: You know where I'm finna go with that, right?
1: We you finna go with that? <laughs> oh, it's knock it off. Knock it off. We're not, we not going to talk
0: about that bald-headed witch right now. We We're not gonna get me started on that. I'm not, but keep nope, going.
1: Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I'm still going through the pain process right now. I'm still grieving my boy Will and his feelings. One day I'm going to laugh about that bald-headed bitch. right now I'm still grieving my boy Will and his feelings. So Did you that. hear
0: about the divorce? Did they talk about getting divorced.
1: divorce? They should. He deserves better.
0: Allegedly. He, deserve, he deserves
1: better. He, and you know what it is? In the Bible, it says a woman who doesn't obey her husband will lose her hair. Jada Smith is a walking testimony. Bald headed <laughs> lynch disobeyed. Notice how Will got plenty good hairline. August got all his hair. Jada, the only one going bald over the looking like.
0: Oh, Stop. Four- Stop. Five. Okay. Stop. Oh. Stop. Start. <laughs> Start. <Sorry. laughs> hey. Jada's head look like a
1: fucking.
0: Put the toe down, the down there, the dumbbell out too far. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jody, cut it out. Okay. No. You ever
1: seen you ever seen a white person
0: with an outie belly button? That's what I shit looks like. <laughs> okay, y'all. I didn't get him started. I should never did that. I'm but... sorry. I'll be good. I'll okay, be good. We good. Cool. Okay, but we getting close to eight because eight o'clock, and I gotta go eat. But. <laughs>
1: Because you think about it now, right? It's in your head now. You're going to be thinking about it later.
0: Look, but Jody, uh, you got any more questions for me? I do got, right? Mm
1: -hmm. I do got one more question. right. So, right? What motivated you Mm. to wake up and start a podcast?
0: Hmm. Okay. So. Balance That Shit was started on Clubhouse. Um, I was talking with some people, and we was bouncing some shit out. And I was like, damn, like you need to bounce some shit out. I need to bounce some shit out. We all need to bounce this shit out. And so I started on Clubhouse with my friend Kyra. And it was kind of like my ideal and stuff. So I just kind of was like, huh, maybe I can make this into a Facebook group on mental health uh let's let's get it popping like let's just try something different stepping out on faith and then i was like you know what else i can do with this i can turn this into a podcast actually because i always want to do podcasts like i always like i used to hate the sound of my voice but as i got older i started to uh, like appreciate it and like the the raspiness of it when I talk, the sudden accent that comes out. Uh, other people like to hear my voice apparently. I've been getting good feedback and I have a good talking voice. I have a lot to say. I'm goofy. Um why the fuck not? So you and, just like fuck it. We're doing a
1: podcast.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how I went. It wasn't no like no ha ah, woke up. Like I seen signs, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna do this shit, and I'm just That's gonna make cool. this shit happen."
1: Listen, right? So I'm gonna tell you how it started, right? So I got you. my boy Brandon, my boy Nick, Nate, Nate. You know what I'm saying, Jimmy? Um, all the cats, cats done with the high school. You know what I'm saying? Those all love high school. Like as long as we've been all. Love and so one day one Saturday morning I was laying in bed and I was scrolling and I just seen the podcast I'm like oh I'm like oh shit that's my boy what, what are they fool talking about right mm-hmm. and so I was watching the podcast I'm like oh shit and I don't know I've never been shocked like like I get up there and say some crazy shit like I always want to like get the camera so I'm like I hit them up like they was just a long shot I was like hey bro I seen podcast, shit lit I'll come on if you ever want me to and they was like hell yeah come on dude so the next week They let me come through And I'm on the podcast For a little bit You know what I'm saying And then I liked it And I rewatched it And I was like Man I should have said this Damn I should have said that And it's like So I, was like, I had so much to say In my head And so like I was like all right, come back Oh they let me come on again And it just became One thing after another They just kept letting me Come on the podcast And then one day I was like You know what Can I do one of on my own mm-hmm. And they were like Hell yeah You can do one of on your own And that's how we ended up With the Tuesday show and we've been doing that for about eight months. And, and as you've seen on Tuesday, we just get up there and cut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, like, y'all yeah, do. I have, have, have a privilege have. to be on y'all, and it is is—it's <laughs> yeah. hilarious, it's funny, it's, it's all the right things you need to sit That's down and that, talk about.
1: Like, yeah, so we, we, we branded it as Real Talk, because we talk about some of everything, but at the same time, we want people to be, to be real about shit. But we give it an approach to where like the approach with my mind is like i want to be real about shit and i want to talk about the shit that don't nobody want to talk about because i feel like i have a different perspective on a lot of stuff and i feel like i, I want the world to hear my perspective because there's a lot of shit people think one way and it's like bro we have these massive brains like why think one way you know what I'm saying? Stop letting society and social media and what the hell the world wants you to think. Don't no, think outside that box. And it's like, I think I think that way. And mm-hmm. I think I clicked think outside that box. And I think that's why I clicked you so hard. Cause you be thinking outside that box too. You be like, you be like way the fucking left field with it. And I be like, what the fuck what are you talking about? You know
0: what? You Do not damn- get that all the time? <laughs> they be like, what the fuck are you be talking about? And I just be like, everything. What?
1: But you know what, you do the same thing. I Like, you start at make a point, but your point comes in a circle. And so, what happens is you, like, have to do that circle. the people are like, what are you talking about? They like, just give me a second. I'm going to bring that bitch all the way around. And you like, oh, oh that's mm-hmm. what you
0: Because so I like I, to, I, I like to, hold on, hold on.
1: Hey, I'm always glad my brother showed up the Show up and show up And tell me what's your podcast Oh Okay So I can You know what I'll send you my podcast You know what I'm saying I'll send you my podcast I got you Because you can come watch us on Tuesday And you know what I'm saying Watch us on Saturday we, 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 Saturday is bit for Educational We keep it a little bit We keep it Kind of Like Saturday is like A little corporate You know what I'm saying We keep it Corporate Like But on Tuesdays Man please Wait
0: it's the H R's worst nightmare. At that moment. The yes, city is. I've uh, witnessed to it. I was caught in the fire once, but
1: <laughs> you contributed. You threw guys, You threw. You threw plenty
0: gasoline on that fire. So don't try to play innocent with us. I did. People didn't like it when I said, "Uh, uh what was his name? Pete Davidson."
1: Oh,
0: Pete Davidson, Miss Skeet, Skeet Davis? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not him. Uh, Yeah. Kanye? No, it was on the Kim, it was the the night we talked about uh, Kanye and him. That first oh, night. Oh, yeah, the night. Tonight, I got a Facebook warning. Because <laughs> I still feel what I feel. I feel like this. And I
1: know we got to go. I'm going to let you go. Oh, uh, I feel like this. Kanye West is doing all this over Kim Kardashian. It is simple. Kanye, just get you a blow-up doll, because it's the same amount of plastic. Let's back talk forever. You'll be perfectly fine. That's all I'm saying.
0: So we're gonna change the name of this uh episode from where it's mouth. And we're changing it to just talking shit. <laughs> Cause we ain't we hit it. Uh, I'll keep it the same. Hey, I, so, hey,
1: I, I appreciate you having me on. Man. No,
0: I, I love every bit of this, yo. This is so fun. I appreciate you having me on. And yeah,
1: so yeah, follow my podcast, Family Talk. Let's Discuss it. You can catch us on Saturdays with the crew, you'll catch us on Sundays with the sports talk, and you can catch us on, on Tuesday with me and Uncle Telly. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't seen me and Uncle Telly in action, it's a, it's, a, it's a shit show to watch. But we, we, we offend some of everybody. You know? We hold women accountable. We call niggas. Let niggas know, like, hey, you got mommy issues. but Tighten up. Like, we talk about everybody. So, and again, appreciate you for having me on Oh,
0: my God. Y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in today for our rant. Um, we did hit the topic, though. So, we just... Just, you know, talking it out. But um I'll be back with y'all Sunday. No, no, not this Sunday. I have a fashion show. So I'll be next Sunday. I'll be having a a live um at
1: got a fashion show?
0: Yeah, tomorrow I got a... oh not tomorrow. Sunday I got a fashion show. Another You're one.
1: You gonna be it?
0: Mm-hmm. You gonna take your pictures? Yeah. I took pictures from the last one. Yeah, I did it from the last one.
1: All right. I want to see I'm playing
0: Catwoman. Life? I'm Catwoman. you
1: Catwoman? So it's
0: the cosplay and fashion part? Mm-hmm. It's the cosplay. It's called uh, Heroes um, something. I know it. I promise you I do. But <laughs> it's, 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 look, I'm, it's I'm like an art show. It. It's an art show, fashion show, all day in one. So it's pretty exciting. I can't wait. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Do your thing, girls. Yeah. So y'all Pray do what you
1: to the whole of
0: catwalk. Oh, yeah, for the awkward side this that went on, I was practicing my walk. But, all right, y'all, I am out. And I will see y'all later. Thank you so much, jody Peace out.
1: Great day, too.